0: Tweeters and Twelve, the podcast that wants to be a little bit taller,
1: wants to be a baller. Uh, Mark, I'm Brent, and today's guest is Sarah, A.K.A. The Tiger. Says, "Hey, Sarah."
0: Hey, guys. How are you? This fine day.
2: I am good, thanks. How are you?
0: Doing well. You were just talking about your Twitter followers. I gather they're an interactive bunch.
2: They are a chatty bunch. I didn't realize that everybody else's weren't. <laughs> But mine like to contribute. And for the most part, that goes pretty well. It's occasionally creepy. You know, I'm occasionally called, you know, like a gutter cunt or whatever. But for the most part...
0: (laughs) part, You just earned an E. That's awesome.
2: (laughs) Is that, are we not allowed to curse?
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh, you are. We just, oh, okay. we just a little notice that there's, uh, uh I, actually I like, swear in every podcast, but sometimes somebody drops <laughs> a C bomb and I,
2: in the first 30 seconds. We,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the bar that we measured the E rating by. That's right.
0: I, uh, hats off. Go on. Oh,
2: thank you.
1: <laughs> you were saying something about
0: a gutter. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Something about a gutter. Um, but for the most part, they're a lot of fun and they're very supportive and very sweet. And I actually love being trolled. So, when, when strangers on the internet feel the need to insult me, I'm, I just get a kick out of it.
0: (laughs) Nothing, nothing faces you?
2: No, that is not an invitation for anyone that's listening to try (laughs) to To try to actually uh, make me lose my cool. But I don't mind it. I just, I think, you know, the idea of a stranger feeling the need to insult you in such usually a stupid way. I'm flattered that they care that much.
0: <laughs> you sound like somebody who really takes life by, uh, I don't know, like by the balls. I don't know. Not saying that you should do that with life, but you know, it sounds like you really take- Gently, life. gently by gently the balls. Gently, and yeah, gently by the balls in a very tender, <laughs> but both, both your arms on a playground, like it sounds like you're one of these kids who just runs amok. What was going on there? This is an interesting story
2: and I am not like hippy dippy trippy and I don't really believe in things, but I believe in karma now because of this. So when I was eight years old, I was running on the playground in a race and this kid named Charlie Melia. That's right, I'm putting him on blast, pulled me from behind and I fell and I rolled and I broke both my arms at the same time. And it was like two weeks before summer and I was in casts like above my elbows all summer and it was a nightmare anyway he thought it was funny and made all these jokes about it like to other people and was like I'm gonna break your arms like I broke Sarah's arms like he was a real fucker at eight years old and when we were 15 he fell out of a tree and broke both his arms at the same time
0: that's right Wow. That's yeah. that's karmic. A seven-year karma yeah. lag, though. Mm-hmm. You, kind of hope, you kind of hope it would have happened, like, sooner. Like, maybe he'd just wander into the street. And not saying, you know, get killed, but... I think if, that's what you're saying. No, I, yeah. Saying.
2: <laughs> I think the lesson here is don't fuck with me. You're going to get your arms broken.
0: Or you're going to lose to you in a beer chugging contest. I, yeah. I hear that... <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> I hear that you managed to best a, a Mexican waiter. And I hear Mexican waiters know how to chug beer.
2: Yeah, I was in Cabo, and I want to say it was like, I was 19 in spring break, but I was like 28, and, um, <laughs> ooh, edit that out, because then it like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> shit, I'm 27, everybody, 27 forever. Um. You, <laughs> you traveled in the future to Cabo to your You don't sound a day Chinese over
2: 26. I know i most of the time sound about 12, so... Yeah, it was, you know, they do these shows at Cabo, and you, like, interact or whatever, and there are all these dudes in this beer drinking contest, and I was like, well, I can chug beer, and I was already pretty drunk, so I'm like, I'm going to win this, and they, like, take you up on stage, and they're like, okay, if you lose, you have to give, like, they pick some sweaty guy out of the audience, like, give this dude a lap dance, and I'm like, well, now I'm really not going to lose, right, so, uh, so I I won. I chugged whatever disgusting beer it was and beat this like big Mexican waiter. And then I made the guy that was hosting the contest give me a lap dance. So,
0: Excellent.
2: Yeah. Fair. It's, I thought so, and it so, was a big
0: hit. What's the secret to chugging beer fast? Can you manage to like just like open your throat up and just like let it go down <laughs> as fast as possible? Was there like. like was there were there cans involved or was this bottle chugging? It was a bottle. Okay. And
2: I feel like there's no good way to explain.
1: <laughs> Try.
2: Just relax your throat. <laughs> Just take it down.
0: We're really still talking about beer, right? We're we're earning that e rating. About beer, of okay. course.
2: I think for me, if I am already to a certain level of intoxication, at that point, whatever gag reflex i have this is terrible <laughs> whatever gag reflex i have is no longer engaged so i can just take it right on down
1: you are not doing yourself any favors in regards fans. to your follower comments
0: well, or or you're doing yourself tons of favors I don't...
2: this i do say this is not gonna win me any fans with the uh with the ladies
1: <laughs> so jokes
0: uh, jokes speaking of lady things you said you're saving your hymen for marriage so my bee hymen oh your bee hymen okay that's
2: trade. that's trademarked and i'm spreading Uh, it to canada now
0: i i'd never heard the term before so
2: uh, i I, I made it up
1: i didn't either i added you edited out the because i thought it was a typo when she sent that
0: i thought i thought i was picturing a jar like she has a jar with a <laughs> it like it's pickled, There's, exactly. <laughs> you can get huge jars of that at Costco. Pickled oh hymen. Oh my god! <laughs> but that yeah, would get it lasts you for years. Yeah, yeah. It's always too much. There's always too much at Costco. Yeah.
2: That's so funny. <laughs> so the deal with that is, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I was not gonna probe. Further. I wasn't either. Probe, probe. Yeah. No pun intended. Oh, I thought you well,
2: wanted me to explain.
0: I Actually, yes. Now, I, now I do. So, since you sound
2: tenable, to my explain, to, <laughs> to my potential suitors. <laughs> <laughs> this is something like I literally like throw out on like a second date. <laughs> by the way,
1: guys are leaning into listen really closely right now.
2: <laughs> They're like, okay, no gag reflex. I'm Keep a firm believer.
0: No butt sex until marriage. Firm <laughs>
2: Well, I feel Old like fashioned. what else can I give him at this point? And I'm a traditional girl, you know. I want the wedding Sounds night to like be it. magical. <laughs> but,
0: um,
2: you know what it is? It's one of those things that just didn't happen for so long and now it's become like a thing. And I really think it goes back to so when I was in high school, I had this awful creepy college boyfriend and he cheated on me with this really unfortunate looking girl. And I'm not just saying that to be mean, she really was. And I couldn't figure out why. And then I found out it was because she had anal sex with him. And like, who was having anal sex in 1998 at 17? Like, I wasn't uh, gonna do that. No one, right? No Trust one.
0: Me, I remember. No <laughs> one. Yeah. I'm
2: like, nobody had anal sex in the 90s. So, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm never gonna do that. And then it just sort of turned into a thing. And now I think it's kind of like funny. But this, the the great thing about your gender that I just Love is you say something like that, and then of course, they're like obsessed with it, right? Like, <laughs> then that's all they want to talk about. <laughs> so, like, maybe i can be the one to get you to do that. And I'm like, are we getting married? Are you proposing? This is like, this is so romantic. It's exactly it, how I picture it. really it. Is sweet. Girl. It's like,
0: it's like Cinderella.
2: <laughs> it is. It's, it's how like every this, little girl wants It's wanted. like this
0: Swedish version of Cinderella. German. I saw Yeah. <laughs> oh, German, yeah. Took place in a dungeon. It was, it was just... Oh. Brett, I think you have some Twitter-related questions.
1: It's going to be tough to follow up that conversation. (laughs) Uh, But we'll try. Sarah, what's your proudest Twitter moment?
2: My proudest Twitter moment, this sort of goes back to the trolls, is I inadvertently angered a group of young ladies on the Twitter a few months ago by doing a tweet criticizing people that posted Amazon wishlists. And asking strangers to buy them gifts, and they decided that that meant I was anti-feminist and a uh, whorephobic. So I just want to clarify: I'm actually pro-whore, and <laughs> I think that Me too. Whores, Aren't we all? yeah, right. I mean, and whores, as in prostitutes, they offer you know goods, you know, for payment, right? Like that's just business, and I'm fine with that. I am anti-entitled millennials. Asking for gifts from strangers. So, just to clear hmm. that up, not whorephobic. <laughs> but yeah, There's I think that's
0: great. When it's people never get occurred so to me mad to have an Amazon wishlist for strangers. Yeah, to just ask I've people seen, for stuff. I've seen it happen on Tumblr. I actually hmm. know of a couple of Tumblrs that, uh, that do that. And they seem to think nothing of it. And I guess if people want to buy them stuff, whatever, but it's weird.
2: Yeah, I just.
1: It's never occurred to me.
2: I, it was a really harmless tweet and I really, it was offhanded and like a joke and people got very upset about it. So then that amused me. So I kept talking about it and I found out that I'd gotten blocked by like 10 people that I literally never heard of and never interacted with. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize of all the terrible things I say that this would end up being my most controversial tweet, but feeling pretty good about it.
1: <laughs> oh, <right on.
2: laughs>
1: uh, who's your favorite tweeter?
2: This is an awful question. This is a question that would just get me in trouble.
1: We but... didn't call you on here to <laughs> criticize our podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get in trouble. Dulcetree and Stellarcopter are like my ride or die, bitches. I just, I love their tweets. I love them as people. Everybody should follow them. I think, since we'll be fair, the boys that I think are great are Dave Detell, Sorta Bad, Prima Awesome, Uh, and Mike Ginn, I think that those guys can't miss everything they write is annoyingly good.
1: Good boys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who's your biggest or neatest follower?
2: My biggest is Mark Hoppus, and that was actually like pretty, like my 16-year-old self would have been very excited about that because I definitely like thought he was a babe when I was in high school,
1: so that was kind of cool. But your 28-year-old self, Mm -hmm. so thrilled. yes. (laughs) (laughs) i just
2: like i just need to give up
1: (laughs) 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 okay finally tell us one underrated tweeter that you think everybody should be following
2: i think there are a lot of underrated tweeters but some of my favorites are daniel carillo matt Mm -hmm. shirley Mm -hmm. dragnet l91 and kimmy monty
0: right on there right All, all good that is it then i think for us so, Great. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. This has been Tweeters in 12. I'm Mark.
1: I'm Brent. And we'll see you next time.